Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Booed Up Still Loading with Raven and Mercedes. I know what you're thinking. What is Booed Up Still Loading? We are a podcast that will discuss everything from relationships to situationships and everything in between. On this episode, we will introduce ourselves and how we fall into this equation. So I'm Raven and this is Mercedes. Hi guys, I'm Mercedes. So let's just get into intros. Who is Mercedes? Okay. Mercedes is a 37-year-old, I would like to say Afro-Caribbean. I was born in the West Indies. I came to the United States when I was six, um, raised in Staten Island. I am a creative. I'm a fashion stylist. Um, so my schedule is very much so all over the place. And, you know, I'm just trying to manage everything including dating now i'm adding (laughs) dating to the equation um so we're just managing all of that yes and i'm single and i'm single slightly willing to mingle (laughs) the verdict the verdict is still out on that (laughs) so that leaves me i am raven i am 34 about to be 35 years old i am single you know i'm saying out here waiting on jesus's best Okay. Mm -hmm. And I am originally from Los Angeles, California. I currently reside in New York City. I also am a stylist by trade, I like to say. And I do content creation and also founder of an organization called Own Your I Am. So I'm extremely busy um, and I spend most of my time in the house. So unless you are my seamless delivery man, I more than likely will not meet you. So that's where we are, okay? <laughs> but would you actually, would you actually, if the seamless delivery man was fine, because we're probably going to get to this in a later episode where it talks about careers yes. and like dating expectation. But if he was fine, would you be like, hey guys, so here's my number. Keep me I in the I am super awkward, so I probably would not okay. say anything. Like he would have to make the first move. <laughs> Okay. Hi, I'm Raven, the awkward black girl. Um, So I wouldn't, but I probably would be like, ow, like, who is this man? Um, Because I had eyes for my man who works in my bodega and cooks the food. So I was just like, hmm, if he has dreams to own a bodega one day, we could make this popping. You and I are on the same page because I feel like that's what we have in common. We're both awkward when it comes to dating in a way. Like we've always had conversations about having super crushes. And then when being in the midst of these guys, it's like, oh my God, I'm not even smiling. Like Mm -hmm. there's no emotion. Like Mm -hmm. he doesn't even know if I'm actually having a conversation with him because maybe I'm looking away or maybe I walked across the room to talk to someone else in the midst of him trying to say something to me. So I don't know. That's what, we're gonna have to like regroup on this because we need an episode called Awkward Black Girl about like all of our awkward like flirting stories. We're gonna have to I, add that in. Okay, guys. Like this I absolutely is, agree. This is how this podcast is gonna go. It's just on the fly. Okay. We may come right. up with, with things in the middle, but just bear with us. We're just two girls having a good old conversation. Okay. And yeah, we definitely need an awkward black girl. Um episode i think that some people will relate i definitely have a ton of stories um where inside of my head i'm like raven why are you doing this but out of my mouth keeps coming things that i should not be saying or things that i shouldn't be doing so um exactly 
And yeah. I agree because I do think I do think that I am in that category as well as as and also I have a few friends that's like that. It's just it's totes fine. Like if you're a little awkward, we are here with you. We will create a sisterhood, okay? <laughs> For the awkward black girls, um, because it's a struggle in these streets. It is struggle in these streets. Um, it is okay. So let's get into our dating history, okay? We've talked about how awkward we are. Um, <laughs> let's get into our dating history. How many boyfriends? Where we at now? You know, what's the tea, Mercedes? So the T is, I would like to categorize myself as a serial monogamous. Mm -hmm. It was literally once I figured out that I could have a boyfriend, whether it was secretly, so my mother or my stepdad didn't know, or I was openly dating, Mm -hmm. it was one relationship from the next. Like, oh my gosh, like, I like this boy this week. We may be together. This is high school. We may be together Mm -hmm. for two to three weeks. And then it's done. And then I'm off to the next. Because it seemed like when I think about my dating history, it seemed like I really had a whole team mm-hmm. on reserve. Oh, like okay. Always. You got somebody no you got to pull off the bench. You was like, look, right. once he gone, right. you better be ready to step up. Okay. Exactly. And I was like, part of me wishes I was her. Mm-hmm now as an adult but then when you start thinking about the level of maturity that comes into dealing with a roster yes like I can't do it like I'm not made for it yeah so coming from serial monogamous to taking a period of time where I was celibate I was not dating I was not paying attention to nobody mm-hmm. and then after that I hit the streets into situationships mm-hmm. as we all have into Right, sprinkled into relationships. It seems like as I got older, I started to less define what things are. Mm. So right now, I'm very single and trying to create boundaries to avoid situationships with fine men. Look, we're too old for situationships at this point. Like, what are we doing? Now, now when we want to be on um, somebody's son or black um, wife life. Look, like... Because situationships last just way too long. We're going to get into that on the next episode. But yes, yes, we're, we're a little too... I'm looking for a husband. Okay? Husband. Okay? So husband. It's, it's too much. Like, in a situationship could last six months. I'm trying to... You know, in a year, we should I know what we're situ- doing. So it's I too had long. A, I, I had a situationship that lasted like two years. Yeah, no, 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 no. What was I doing? No, no, no. You was, was young. You was young. You was out here. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was a grown-ass woman. You was I just was flitting and flying. woman. That's what you was doing. As, like I, <laughs> as I like to say, you was flitting and flying, just out here in these streets, living your best life. Okay? <laughs> so what's your dating history? Ooh, child. Okay, so as you say you're a serial monogamous, I feel like I'm a mm-hmm. serial single person. Um, okay. I am always single, <laughs> not by like choice really like all the time okay. it's sometimes it is by choice because it's not that I don't get approached by men it's just I get approached by mm-hmm. the wrong men um that I'm just like yeah no so um <laughs> that's just what happens or it just doesn't last anyways so I've had two boyfriends mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. the first one was three years the second one was about a year um okay my last relationship ended in 2013 okay so that's how mm-hmm. long ago that was it is now 2020 oh, wow. um okay. and i have been celibate since that ended 
and okay. yeah it's just been it's definitely like I was a late bloomer like I didn't realize I was okay. like cute and like the it thing until like senior year of high school so like I had my first mm-hmm. kiss and like what was it uh freshman year of high school and then oh wow senior year of high school is when like this dude that like everybody had a crush on at school like he was just he was fine um he Mm -hmm. asked me like he was like oh like I've always had a crush on you I was like who who (laughs) she you've always had a crush on she like what (laughs) so we kind of like we we didn't start being boyfriend and girlfriend but we like went out to some dances and like did all that stuff started kind of like hanging out started talking in a sense kind of um Mm -hmm. and it was cool so then I was like oh my gosh like I might be I might be it and then, right. you know, freshman year, I was out in these streets, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, dating this one, dating that one. Hey, what's going on over so, here? So wait, five second timeout. So what happened to senior year, baby? Nothing. He still lives in Long Beach. Ain't nothing. Never so been. it was just a little flirtation. We just It was just like we then... went to a few dances together. Okay. We like hung out here and there, but it was never like, we never started dating. I also don't think that like I wanted to date him like it was just kind of like okay Okay. this seems cool like it wasn't I had a crush on a dude like the entire like senior year or like junior and senior year and it was not him so like if this other dude was like hey what's up then I would have been like so we're getting married I want to have all of your children what's going on right like let's get it together so like senior year Bay would have been married now Bay. yes um but I also was like a virgin through all of this like I lost my virginity at like 21 going into like 22 like a week shy of my 22nd birthday so like it was just very like late everything was very late Mm -hmm. so it was one of those things where it was just very much like okay like he seems cool but once I realized I was cute right okay you don't want to work out there's I had a roster just like you said I had a roster okay so um so yeah and then got my boyfriend towards the end of college and then Mm -hmm. had another boyfriend into adulthood and he's been the last one because these men be playing games so and I just don't have time for it so I just rather be single than be in a relationship and have to deal with all the nonsense so so yeah but I've been single more than I've been in relationships Clearly. <laughs> I will I will like to say that although I am awkward, I will say that I was a little fast in comparison now thinking about what your timeline is in comparison to mine. No, she I won't always give ages, but I was young yeah. when I lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hence the reason why I was like celibate for about 10 years because she needed to sat down. Yeah, like I think for we all little, go for, through for, that a, for a little bit. For a little bit, like come on, da- like who's this? Who's that? Come on down, like bring it on back. But my last relationship was 2018. It was a short relationship, but I feel like it was the most mature relationship mm-hmm. that I had had in my adult life. Yeah, um, because things were clearly defined. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it started. I think it started to end when things were no longer defined. Um, mm-hmm. It was communication was no longer there but we'll find out like we'll get further into that when we discuss yeah our needs in like relationships and dating and so forth but yeah so, so that's been about mm-hmm. 
you said it's been about so I guess that was like two years ago about or a year and a half ago two years two years okay two years. Mm-hmm. so it was two years ago so that gives us we're now in our current dating situation so where are you at mm-hmm. like currently clearly we're both single but like <laughs> are you single ready to mingle are you single and be like look I ain't checking for you are you single working on yourself like what are you single and doing what is your single and so I'm checking all of the above boxes. Okay. I am, I think I am single and working on myself. Mm-hmm. However, I'm slightly willing to mingle once the right prospect presents himself. Yes. Until then, it's a, it's a no for me. And I think I say no rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's, it's like, I don't, I don't necessarily have the patience, but I'm not, um, frustrated to the point where I'm hopeless like I'm just yeah. like oh nothing is gonna come out of this like I'm very hopeless I and I actually think I'm a hopeless romantic hence the reason why I was serial monogamous yeah like I still I still believe in love marriage and all these things and I marry myself and my friends in my head all the time like I'm constantly like my friend may be <laughs> like you know what this situation is not that serious Raven and I have had these conversations several times it's not that serious it is but in my head I'm like you know what when I go to her um, engagement party, this is what I'm wearing. I know what she's going to look like. You've already got your speech prepared. Wear. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, I already know that. I already know that I'm auntie to her kids. We're going to be having like, you know, group dates with our husbands. Like all those dynamics go through my head. And, you know, I'm I'm all into romance, but I also understand the practical part of it, which is putting yourself out there. Yeah. So it's like working through that. I felt like I put myself out there a bit too much where I need to take a break. Mm-hmm. But now you can't take so much of a break where you don't know how to, in what I would say, exercise the dating muscle. Yeah. No, that so like, it's makes like sense. learning to do that. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I would say that I'm definitely like similar like I'm single and impatiently waiting but okay <laughs> it's also I like, like <laughs> I want to marry my best friend so like I'm not just going mm-hmm. just anybody who comes be like okay cool like you have to be right. you have to hit some certain check boxes for mm-hmm. me to be like okay let me entertain what you have to say and then figure out if you're a clown um yeah because that comes out rather they're... quickly these days mm. so ringling brothers i'm gonna need you to stop just round them sending up. your i'm gonna need right, you to just bring them back unemployed, to your... <laughs> your unemployed clowns into the real world okay just, i'm gonna need them can to you come and round up? them up bring them back to the circus <laughs> okay because they're running rampant okay they're running rampant in these streets exactly so <laughs> So yeah, so like I definitely like I've dibbled and dabbled on the apps um, mm-hmm. since quarantine. I have been on the apps not for any kind of like future husband. It's mainly okay. just to be like I need someone to talk to that aren't my friends, um, just someone new. I like to talk to new people, so I'm like okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I like male energy, so I'm like okay. I need to talk to a little boo. They might be cute, you know what I'm saying? A little flirt, mm-hmm. flirt, you know. And um, so I've been doing that because I already know Jesus told me my husband is not on the internet. So I'm just trying to, you know, oblige with that, even (laughs) though I try him every so often. Right, right. You are in the meantime, in the meantime, app gazing. Yes, I'm passing time. I'm passing time. time. Because really right now, unless he's delivering my Postmates or my Seamless, it's not going to happen. Maybe I can meet him at the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? On one of my essential Maybe. runs. 
maybe because I now, didn't see have to live in my neighborhood like it's very racial like, we're very spatially challenged right now like he mm-hmm. has to live within like a three block radius of me to be seen at this point because nobody's mm-hmm. traveling to grocery stores at least I'm not you know so he really has to live quite close with that being said, like, I never wanted anyone that's in the circumference of my neighborhood or family members' neighborhoods. Like, I don't, because I don't, I, I sort of feel like in situations like that, at times it can be a bit too comfortable. Like, especially if you mm-hmm. live in an apartment building and he's like, okay, like, I live upstairs. Like, I've Mm-mm. heard. I've I couldn't say the neighbor. I've heard of many situations where he's like, oh, like guys are like, hey, like come upstairs where it's like, you're not actually taking me on an official date. You just, you just think it's a dormitory and I can just come upstairs to your dorm room and chill. But no, we are grown ass people. And although we may have, you know, the same front address, not the door, we still need to act as though we're strangers and you're not the serial killer and we need to go out on some dates. Yeah, so that means you come to my door, you, like, pick me up as if we're going on a date, and then we go on said date. Like, you meet me at the door, like, hey, are you ready? Not a text, a little knock on the door, okay? (laughs) Hey, are you ready? Let's, okay, cool. We're about to go downstairs, get on this train, because, you know, we live in New York, and (laughs) we're in this Uber, and go on this date like I totally get that like I don't know if I could I couldn't date a neighbor like I'm always thinking about like if this ends right so I couldn't date nobody that lives like in my building especially I don't want to date nobody who live across the street I don't want to date anybody that I could possibly run into just living my life in my neighborhood like Mm -hmm. you got to live a at least a few blocks away because then like what if I meet you at the grocery store and this doesn't work out now I got to change grocery stores Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just so, in case I might run into you. Right. So I had a situationship and come to find out the situation during the situationship, I learned that his cousins lived directly across the street from me. And Mm-mm. Mm-mm. when that situationship ended, I had a boyfriend now. And he pulls up one day and sees me with my boyfriend. Oh, this like, is the reason why. You need to find out all of the facts before you get into situationships with people because then they're still around and you're still trying to move on with your life. And it's like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, no, no, knock, knock, knock. We are strangers. You're going to pass me on the street like you've never seen me before because I'm going to do that to you. If you call my name, I will pretend as though that is not me. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I think I feel like for me in my mind, when you were like, oh, you know, I showed up and he was pulling up. I was with my new boyfriend. I was like, yes, ma'am. OK, <laughs> I was like, you better be with your new boo in front of the old one. Like, this is what you could have had. But you exactly. guys were playing games. OK. Exactly. And, you know, if I had a roster, if I had like I could go to the grocery store and be with my new boo and it's That's fine. True. But I already That's know. True. Serial single raven is not about to show up to the grocery store with a new boo. So, like, I don't want to see you with your new boo and all of these things. I just, I'll just go to the next grocery store. That's just what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go to this other grocery store. Even though it can be a potential flex to show up with your new boo while the old boo's still there, I still don't like to be in this situation because I just want to navigate through life as though, you know, you don't know me. I don't know you. Let's keep moving forward. Let's, let's. Oh, no, there's no like talking. 
Mm-hmm. there will be a little side eye right and that's about it and then we're going to keep it moving like there's mm-hmm. no acknowledgement of like oh hi no 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 i just need you to see that i have moved on that is okay. it like, there's no like hey this is so and so and this is like we're not doing introductions <laughs> none of that is happening it's just you've seen me move on i'm good okay. like and that's it i don't need don't call me don't text me don't do none of that like no 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 and I feel like people who live too close like to pop up mm-hmm. and my mama said if you didn't if you weren't invited or I didn't know you were coming prior I don't open the door Ooh. so like we don't I've literally had like a dude come to my house he was at a party across the street from my house came to mm-hmm. my house and was like oh because he texted me he was like are you home I said I am he comes and I was like but that wasn't an invitation for you to come to my house oh lesson learned that day so I was like no where you can't come in and no I'm not like, I wasn't doing anything, but, like, sorry, you can't just pop up in my house. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you was at a party. Go back to your party. Don't be popping exactly. up in my house. <laughs> um, so, I know we touched on when our last relationships were. For me, mm-hmm. it was 2013. For you, it was 2018. Mm-hmm. So, like, how has that affected the way you view relationships? What you want in the future? How you're navigating these streets? So that relationship, I believe, was more of a lesson than anything else because Mm -hmm. there were still, although I had this desire for this perfect mate in my mind, realistically, I wasn't doing things to move towards that. And Mm -hmm. that's where the whole self-care and me analyzing myself and just taking, being single, but taking time for myself and my singleness came because I really, I, to be very honest, I was very distraught in how it ended because there was no closure. Yeah. And I had, I had to figure things out and in figure, figuring things out, I had to learn a lot of harsh lessons. Like you put yourself in a situation where when things weren't defined, you weren't willing to have hard conversations. You weren't willing to, you know, face the facts if you were adding to this in a negative way and then deal with that then Mm -hmm. and have a partner that was actively there. Granted, like if there's no closure, someone doesn't want to talk about it and it's fine. I'm very much so a communicator. So once communication goes out the door, I can guarantee you that I'm also out the door. Like I can't be in a relationship where we're not communicating. And I can say for a fact, most of my relationships have ended based on lack of communication. That's 100% Mm -hmm. the fact. Like I've, I've put up with a lot of bullshit yes but lack of communication was the one thing that i was like nah boo um i'm just i'm just i'm just gonna head out like spongebob i'm just gonna head out (laughs) um because i'm gonna be out now with that now with that being said um i will say that my last relationship did happen pretty quickly um Mm -hmm. We started talking on like a Sunday. We met on Friday. We started talking on Sunday. By like Wednesday, we were constantly together. Whereas like by the end of the week, we were clear that we wanted to be with each other and be in a relationship and see where this goes. Yeah. I don't okay. necessarily I don't necessarily know if I want to go into a relationship that quickly because then the expectations aren't fully clear, even if you're communicating. Cause I do feel like yeah. it's more it's more the honeymoon phase. And I need to know how, you know, when the rubber hits the road, like, how are you going to handle life? And those are the things that started happening, why things started to Mm. deteriorate. So I'm a bit more cautious now. I'm not going to move as quickly. I'm going to, you know, take the romantic fantasizing equation 
out of it and try to be as practical as possible. The reality is once you have a fine man in front of you and he's saying all the right things and doing all the right things, it's really hard for you to be like, no, I'm going to pump the brakes on it. That's, that's why I think dating, that's why I think dating is important because you can practice. It's like practicing. Well, don't practice too much where you worn out, but honey, <laughs> I think you can practice to know that, okay, like if I'm going to, if these boundaries are going to happen, um, this is what's going to happen. Cause I do think that you will get thrown some tests where it's like, I thought you said you was gonna, uh, not do this anymore. And then you're like, dang, this fine man done tricks me. Oh my God. I cannot. So, <laughs> so it's where I'm just at a point where, you know, going to it with my brain and not just my heart alone but if i could in a cocktail mix the two together my brain and my heart she gonna be all right yes 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 so where are you child okay so after my last relationship my last relationship like i was crying for a week Mm. in the house i don't want to leave i was just like distraught and so um but I decided to take time to work on myself okay. and really, you know, it just wasn't a good relationship. So I was like, why did I stay in this relationship this long? Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to make sure that like all of the baggage that I had, I left with that relationship Okay, that I didn't bring it into the next relationship. So I took a lot of time to just work on myself to really just like focus on what I was doing, focus on me and like who I was, mm-hmm. why I stayed in this relationship, what made me have, you know, this baggage in the first place and really like dig to the root of these issues mm-hmm. so that they weren't carried into the next relationship. That's smart. And yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't always do that. And yeah. it's like, the thing is, no matter who breaks up the relationship, there's faults on both parts. That's how I feel. Like I there's, whether the person is like, cheating or whatever if they're like cheating on you constantly you have to then reflect of like why did I stay with this person this long exactly let's now heal that so the the next person as soon as this happens if it happens again Mm -hmm. deuce deuce yes or why did this person like I allowed this person to speak to me this way or why did I like allow our miscommunication to go on for so long Mm -hmm. whatever it could be like you have to reflect on like okay so what did I do that made me stay this long? What did I do to make this person do that? Or what did I do to contribute to the toxicity of our relationship so that you don't do it in the next relationship? Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's that's what I did. I was like, I don't want to see nobody. I don't want to hear nobody. I said, this is what I need to, to work on. And this is what I need to focus on. Um, and so that helps me now because a lot of, I'm seeing in conversations that I'm having, a lot of the, the like, trust issues and all of those things that I had in the past I no longer have oh that's very good so I'm like I'll be talking to someone and if they don't hit me up for like you know an hour or two I'm not thinking like oh he's with another woman oh Oh, this is happening I'm just like oh yeah he's busy like it is what it is Mm -hmm. before you know because of the trust issues I'd be like oh my gosh like he doesn't like me this is what's happening he's with this other woman blah 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 and and like now I'm just like it is what it is. He could be with another woman. Mm-hmm. That could be what the situation is. But at the end of the day, everything will come to light. I agree. It just will. I agree. So like I can either stress about it now and then also not even bring it up because mm-hmm. most times we're like stressing about someone being with someone else and we're not bringing it up or we bring it up in a way that most men are going to lie about mm-hmm. it and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, that's not happening. 
versus like okay this is eventually gonna come to the light Mm -hmm. and either I can be worried about all of his lies now or I could be chilling minding my own business re like making myself better Mm -hmm. and then whatever he's doing or even not doing because he might not be doing anything at all will come to the surface you know so um so yeah so I've just kind of been like you know what God's got it Mm -hmm. And if he out here in these streets, God is going to let me know. Exactly. I think that that's um, a very responsible way to look at dating and relationships. I could, because I feel like um, at times that's not reflected in how dating relationships or engagement with the opposite sex in a romantic setting mm-hmm. is dis- displayed. A lot of times it's very yeah. toxic it's like oh mm-hmm. we're not we're not healing we're not dealing with our issues when a lot of us like you and I we're sitting down realistically analyzing our lives and situations that we've been in so that we don't we're not Erica Badu's bag lady that's my song though yes it's like even though that's my jam packing I like a little light. body roll to it okay pack we're packing light. light here guys packing pack light, light. You need all you need to go into a new relationship is like maybe an overnight bag you don't need bags for like a three-week vacation and okay and we already know that we overpack women when we go on vacation exactly so, you know, <laughs> it's just like we just need a nice little little compact overnight bag okay you know you might have a little bit but don't bring all the big issues not, you know um into it not, not the 50 pound bag not the okay? 50 pound that's bag. not what we that's not what we need um going into relationships leave that 50 pound bag with the old relationship yep um so go ahead. So with that being said, let's discuss background questions. Like, what are your dating guidelines? Like, how does that look now? Getting to know a potential future bay. Ooh, child. Um. So because of my last relationship was so big on mistrust. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he was out here flitting and flying in these streets. Okay. Um it trust is a huge thing for me Mm -hmm. like I'm not a liar I don't want whoever I'm dating to be a liar so like trust is a big thing for me so as soon as I find out that you're lying and that's the thing about lying like you can't keep it up yeah you know eventually someone's gonna find out so once I realize that you're lying and you know the first time I might give you the benefit of the doubt second time we're gonna have an issue right you know what I'm saying like we're not going through this like if I was at Married at First on Married at First Sight this season with Mika and Michael, it would be a no. Cause he over here lying about his car mileage to his salary. Sir. Oh, really? What are you Is doing? that what we're doing? Yes, honey. Yes, honey. I said I don't have time. Mm-mm. I don't have time. No. Nope. Okay. Deuce deuce. No. I'm done. So um, so that's a big thing for me is like trust. Mm-hmm. Communication is huge. Um I am a person that very much has to like process and get out what they need to say. So I'm not always ready to just like talk about things right away. Mm -hmm. And I think that's fine. Like, I don't want you to be festering for like 15 days though. And be like, so remember when you did this two weeks ago, sir, where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. Like if you need a day, cool, possibly two. But other than that, like we, you need to just let it go, you know? Um, so communication is huge. Of course, mm-hmm. he got to love Jesus. Okay. Because I'm huge in my faith. Right. And I am a believer that like my husband is the head of the household mm-hmm. and like, I need to know who's leading you. Right. If God is not leading you, you cannot lead me. Correct. Sorry. It ain't, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> so, um, 
So that's just what it is. I believe in being equally yoked mm-hmm. and especially being equally yoked, yoked in that part. Yes. Um, I also really want a husband who is neat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I am not. <laughs> so I'm like, if we have two people who are not neat, our house will never be clean. Or you guys, and as much as I'm not neat, mm-hmm. or you, I like to be, hmm? or you guys can just have, or have a maid service. Yes. I would be totally fine that, but but the maid would have to be there every single day. Oh, and I don't want to pay somebody to be in my house every single, every day. single day. Like the house is going to have every day. Okay. So that I was like, I can have a maid that can do my chores once a week, mm-hmm. but the house needs to be tidy in between that time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, or it's just going to be chaos by the time the maid comes, and it's going to literally be clean one day, mm-hmm. and then the next day it's going to be chaos. So you know, if we can afford it, great. But you know. Once a week is cool with me. That's how I was raised. We had a, a maid that came once a week and that's what it was. You know, like not my whole childhood, but I did have a child part of my childhood where we had a maid that came once okay. a week. So I'm like, but I our house was also neat in between mm-hmm. those days that the maid came. <laughs> so um it was just like other things, like bigger things that my mom or my stepdad didn't want to tackle or my dad didn't want to tackle that's what the maid mm-hmm. did, you know, and then cleaned up the small things on that day. Anyways, so, um, so yeah, so it's just that kind of thing definitely needs to be funny. That is like a huge deal breaker for me. Like I'm super sarcastic. So I need you to understand, like, if I'm being sarcastic with you, like I'm not being mean, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I need you to be able to like volley back mm-hmm. and like have a good banter with me and not just be like, oh, why are you always like, ragging me about this or saying that I'm like this is just all jokes mm-hmm. you know like because I'm not going to be like oh my god I can't believe you said that to me I would probably be cracking up and be like this is where it's at you know what I'm saying so um I really want to have inside jokes with my husband and really just embarrass the shit out of our, out of our kids <laughs> so that's what is goals to me um and at the end of the day I just want to be married to my best friend right. that's just what it mm-hmm. is like Above all else, like, I just want to be married to my best friend. And I think when you have that type of relationship, Mm -hmm. you guys can get through everything because at the end of the day, I've heard so many couples who are married that are like, there's going to be times where you don't love your husband or there's going to be times where you don't like your husband Mm -hmm. and you have to get through that. And they're like, the friendship is what gets you through that. Like, you still have a respect for them. You still, you know, have a love for them you just may not be in love with them at Mm -hmm. the time and the friendship and the foundation is what you get what gets you back to the in love stages and I definitely don't want to never not be in love with my husband Mm -hmm. but you know there's things that happen there might be hormones or whatever like where we're not intimate for a period of time because of hormones or whatever it might be but we're still having like a good time you know and we're still like each other's best friends where we tell each other everything and this is the last thing I'm going to say but I heard a quote that was like if you wake up and you have to call your best friend you've married the wrong person and I stand by that so that's it I will also agree with that and I will also add that in having a conversation with one of my friends she's like do you find it um, strange how we, we as women will get into disagreements and we'll be the best of friends. And there may not be, there may be a period of time where we don't get along. Why can't that aspect of friendship be also translated over into relationships? And I can say that um, in the past, 
because I haven't been friends with my boyfriends like I was with my female friends saying I'm not saying Mm -hmm. the dynamic will be the same but the aspect of friendship if there was a friendship there whatever the issue is over time we would have gotten over it because we were still connected through friends so I agree that being friends with someone is very important and if I'm friends with you I'm going to care about your well-being over my emotions at time and when I'm being irrational I'm more likely to be like okay let me calm down because I love this person as my friend first before Mm -hmm. anything else yeah yeah now in my mind when it comes to friends because I feel like you can very easily be friend zoned Oh, no, you can definitely be friend-zoned. Like, th- there's still a romantic element. And, right. like, I don't want to just be, like, best buds where we're not, like, lo- like in love mm-hmm. with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, or just, like, in a sense of, oh, okay, like, he go- we go shopping together. We do these things. Like, no, my husband's going to have a separate life outside of mm-hmm. me. Like, I don't do sports. I like men who are into sports. Mm-hmm. I also like men, you know, who are not into every sport mm-hmm. because I don't want to... I don't. I can't have sports on my TV sports all year center round. all day long. <laughs> like, all year round. Like, if I dated someone who was, like, really not into basketball, and that's when I met him, so I thought he wasn't into sports, and then football season came around, and I was blindsided. Oh, wow. Okay? I was like, okay. what are, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, why do you need to watch? I was like, but you didn't watch the basketball? Because in my mind, like, my dad watches every single sport. Okay. So in my mind, if you're into sports, you watch all the sports. And he's like, I'm cool with basketball. He's like, I don't love basketball like I love football. Mm, when I tell you oh, football wow. was on our TV Sunday, Monday, whatever day football came on, which was basically every day in the fall, wow. that's what they, like, football was on. <laughs> and I was like, I'm very confused. He had, like, his team, don't talk to me when the team's game is oh, on. Don't interrupt it. And it was fine. Like, you know, he was, like, my best friend in that mm-hmm. time. So I was like, it was fine. But I was like, Sir, who who's this man? Right. Where did this come from? You know, but like we had two TVs. Okay. So as he was watching his football, I was in here doing something else. He didn't care that I didn't want to watch football okay. with him. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys, are like, oh, I want to watch the game with my girl. That's not no. me. That's not me. I'm not watching no games. None of them. I watch like the playoffs. That's where I come mm-hmm. in. I watch the playoffs and that's exactly. it. Exactly. So you're going to give me for a good like two, three weeks or however long the playoffs is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a month. I don't know. But I'm not watching all the games. Okay. I'm getting to the East Coast, West Coast <laughs> and that's where I come in. That's where I'm East coming Coast, in. East Coast, West Coast so... and championship. You got to watch the championship and that's game. It. That's all I'm watching. Okay. It's East Coast versus West Coast and that championship game and that's it. Okay. Like I'm not doing all this other like mm-mm, I don't want to know who makes it <laughs> to the finals of the East Coast. I don't I don't care. Like just let me know when we get to that part and I'll watch it with you and we'll be good to go because I'll be cheering for the West Coast. Okay. Let's do it. So um so yeah, so I I do believe that people need to have interests outside of their relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I do think that they also need to have shared interests. And it is important to like if I don't like sports and that's not what I want to do, but then Maybe I don't like something else that you do, but I'm willing to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that there has to be compromise in those things. Like, okay, my husband doesn't like to do, or like, I like to do this. My husband doesn't like to do X, Y, and Z, but he'll do it with me. Exactly. You know? And I'm totally like, please do not come with me shopping. I don't want you to come with me shopping. Mm-hmm. I don't want, like, no, that's not what I want to do with my husband. <laughs> I want to go shopping by myself right. or with my friends. I want us to key key. Like, unless he likes to shop, then maybe sometimes we can go shopping. Right. I'm not trying to go shopping. I will go shopping for you, right. 
but I'm not trying to go shopping with you. Like, because men be like in and out. I'm trying to peruse the store. But you know what? I'm trying to try on all the things. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? I'm very much so in and out, especially, it all depends on my mood. When I go shopping with my mom, I'm like, oh, I'm, I am the male species in that sense. Cause I'm like, but you said you just wanted this. Why are we looking at all these other things? You know what? I'm just going to stay in the car. <laughs> See, and that's what I don't want when I go shopping, okay? <laughs> that's what I don't want. Like, oh, I, I need to get some leggings. And then I'm trying on the dress. And you're like, sir, ma'am, I thought you was getting some leggings. Exactly. However, I was... I am, but then I saw this in the window. <laughs> <laughs> I will add that shopping with your girls is a different experience because you're talking about other things. When you're just going shopping with someone and you're not really having a conversation or like catching up about life and experiences or talking about your man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different so that's a whole like that's an event that's that's an event that we're yeah. getting ready for so that's and I totally understand that I totally understand that so yeah so it's just one of those things I have been shopping with boyfriends in the past and it was you know when we're spending your money mm-hmm. and you want to take me shopping I'm totally fine with mm-hmm. that like if you want to take me shopping totally cool with taking me shopping because I do like to come out show a little outfit like oh this is what this looks like okay oh this is what this looks like like I like to do that Mm -hmm. but if it's just like oh I need to go get some stuff and I'm just want to like clear my head Mm -hmm. please don't come with me like I don't this is not an outing this is not a field trip (laughs) we can go grab lunch afterwards but like I'm not trying to make this like a thing um so yeah so I just think that you like a pastor that I listened to was like you have to be two whole people who come into a relationship and that's what I believe like it's just you can't be like oh like I need this person to like complete me Mm -hmm. and do all this other stuff like no 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 he'll be the yin to my yang but that doesn't mean that I'm not a whole person at the same time and he's a whole person Mm -hmm. um because two half people are exhausting exactly no, no, I absolutely agree. And recently I was talking about that. It's like being in a relationship where you have your own identity and that person also has your identity and you guys are merging together in partnership. When you look at corporations mm-hmm. and, you know, well, yeah, when you look at like corporations, it's usually two entities or partnerships when you look at partnerships it's usually two individual entities that possibly were standing alone and decided to merge together that aspect of being able to stand alone and you still have your own life and together you guys are fruitful in your relationship and it's not like oh I need you to do this oh I need this person to do this oh I don't have any friends one thing I always say is that if I go to a party if I'm taking my significant other to an event I need you to be able Mm -hmm. to socialize especially if I'm socializing with people I know I don't want to feel like I need to carry you along throughout the whole process like you can stand on your own and have conversations you can meet people and so forth and we don't have to be coupled up all night because I am going to feel like you're sort of I'm sort of like a crutch for you in a way like stand on your own because I can stand on my own I couldn't date the male version of you because I'm about to be up under you the entire (laughs) night if I don't know none of these people I am with you okay like no where where are we going next oh we're going to the kitchen oh we're going to get drinks there is no like until I get comfortable I'm right so who is this oh who is this oh hi nice to meet you like I am right there with you hi 
Oh, we're going to the couch now. <laughs> oh, we're going over here. Like I am right up under you. Okay, like. But you know, we just have to go. But you know what? Together. I don't fully one hundred percent believe that because I do feel that you're a very sociable person. Like you go into environments, maybe you may not know everyone, but you do find something common to discuss, and you know how to, you know, pull out any type of conversations from anyone. So I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I feel like <laughs> I feel like if the situation is awkward in general, you. You may be up under them, but if someone comes up and talks to you and they walk away, you just not going to be like, okay, but my bae's over there, so I'm gonna just leave you over here. If someone's talking to me and I'm having a good conversation, no, I'm not going to be like, okay, what's going mm-hmm. on? But like, if I'm not talking to people, I'm just like having these like very surface conversations. Mm-hmm. Then I'm just like, I will walk away and be like, okay, well, it's nice meeting you. <laughs> Where are we going next? Like, because if I look up and you're gone. Oh my God, I'm gonna have a panic attack. I'm gonna be like, oh my God, I don't know anybody. What I'm gonna do? Like, where'd you go? I'm like texting you, like, where did you go? I'm calling, I'm trying to figure out where you're at. Like, I'm looking all in through all the rooms. And then you just over here chit chatting. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why did you leave me? Right. Like, ma'am, I went to go get a drink. Exactly. Like, that's 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 what happened. I went to go get our drinks. <laughs> but you know what? I'm about to contradict myself because I do have an experience with a guy who took me to a party. This was while I was in St. Kitts. Mind you, I feel like anytime I go, I travel back home to St. Kitts, it feels like all the dates mm-hmm. that, I, that may not have happened in the United States are happening there. So, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out if Boo is going to be distant, bae. Um, and- that's how it was in D.C., I feel like I, I've told people all the time, I was like, I feel like I'm a DC, probably like nine or 10. And then like in New York, I'm probably like a seven. Right. But you know, these DC men be, be trying to holler. Okay. Quickly. But, but I also think that there's certain states, certain countries where being in a really, being in a relationship is um, higher up on the totem pole as opposed to New York or metropolitan areas um, where it's lower mm-hmm. because you have so many other options. Not saying they don't have options because I'm pretty sure they go through the same stuff that we go through, but the significance of being in a relationship, being married and having children is a lot higher up. So those men are more actively willing to pursue. That's just my observation. And I feel like that's the case, yeah. but I'm going to figure out if there's a study on that and bring it to the table at a later date. Okay. 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 So since we talked about our requirements mm-hmm. and things, do we have um, age requirements? Um, so like, what are your age requirements? Uh, so, you know, I'm very much so, as I would like to say, Lori Harvey. Um, from 25 to 50, it can be you, your nephew, your daddy, and your young grandfather. At this point in my life, there's not like, oh, I'm not dating over this age. I'm not dating. No, I may not necessarily date over 50 because I feel like that's like in my aunt's range. Granted, if somebody mm-hmm. who's amazing approaches me and yeah. this person is like all all checks, we check all the boxes and he's 55. I'm going to consider it, but I'm not, I'm not going, I'm, I don't see myself having like an Anna Nicole Smith type of relationship, but I am here for the older daddies. So right now, yeah, 25, 25, they said that you shouldn't date anyone who's like 10 years younger than you. 25 can be mm-hmm. very mature because I know I can absolutely be very immature at 37 where 23 year olds think I'm an option. And I have, dealt with a 23 year old at 36 so Mm. okay (laughs) so 
I know where I fall in between, but I also know that when it comes to mature relationships, I can all also show up for that. And you can, you mm-hmm. can, age is, age technically in some situations is nothing but a number. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like relationships, like you have to be in a certain space. Like if you're 25, like you need to be very ambitious. You need to be very sure of where you're, wh- what your relationship standards are in life. Like I'm not with a 25 year old who's trying to just figure it out and is going to go with the flow. Like this man potentially may want to be married in a few years, may want to have kids yeah. and all those things. Like there's certain guidelines that still have to be there. Like even if you're 50, I'm not going to look for a 50 year old who's like, you know what? I was recently divorced and you just see me as some pretty young thing and you want to have some fun no sir and I also want to have kids so if you're 50 and you've had all of your kids I'm not her yeah yeah it's okay so for me we definitely differ on this like I just don't I can't see myself dating someone who is 50 like I would be like excuse me oh my god isn't he 50 Idris Elba, I don't know how Idris Elba is, probably, maybe, I don't know. Like, but Idris Elba is like a whole nother beast. Like, Idris Elba could be 17, and I would be like, boo, what's happening? <laughs> like, there are certain men that there is no age. Like, Yaya could be, if he looked the way he looked at like 80, sir, what's popping? <laughs> like, there are certain men that it don't matter what age they are. Like, right. it's just, hey, hey, you know, so, um, for me, just dating regular men, mm-hmm. okay, that aren't these fine celebrities. <laughs> um, I don't think like my brother is fifty. Oh, wow. Okay. So like, I guess it would be like okay, but like, I don't see myself bringing someone home to my dad and be like, oh, this is my fifty-year-old boyfriend. Um, and for me, I only do ten years up. So. Okay. I have dated someone who's 12 years older than me, so I'd probably go up to mm-hmm. 12, but that's probably the highest I would go. So, But I try to keep it at, like, 10. So, like, I'll be 35, so I'm comfortable with, like, 45. Okay. Um, and then you have to be at least 30. Okay. Like, I know there's I know there's these young young men out here that got their stuff together, whatever, whatever. Don't right. step to me. <laughs> um, and, you know, like, you really have to be coming super correct. Like, I need to see some portfolios. I need to see some things. Like, I got to see a right. lot for you to prove yourself at like 20 mm-hmm. something. And you also need to prove to me that you're ready right. to get married. Like not like, I'm not that person that's like first date. So like, what's going on? Are we going to get married? Oh, yeah, no, that's crazy. But I'm like, I feel as though with the age that mm-hmm. I am and the men that I would be dating, if you don't know if you want to marry me in a year, we need to yeah. do out. Like it, we need to separate because I'm dating you for two years. Now I'm 36 mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh no, I don't, I still don't want to marry you. So we've wasted time. Like I need to move on. mm -hmm. So, but at the same time, I definitely like, there are times where I forget that I'm 35 (laughs) and I'm like, Oh, like who is this man? You know? And I'm like, Oh my God, he's so young. Like I'm on TikTok. When I tell you, so all these Mm, fine black men on TikTok and I'm like, how old is this man? 23. Sorry. Oh my timeline. (laughs) Why are you on my timeline? I got an age restriction. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, sir, you're too young. You're too young. So, um, so yeah, but realistically, I don't like to do anything that's not like 30. Mm-hmm. I have like, I don't have a bias. I do have a little bit of a bias, but I have dated someone who was like 27, mm-hmm. 28. 
So I've dated someone that was a little bit younger than me before, I guess like seven years now, um, seven years younger than me. So it's, it's just case by case basis. I agree. Can I, if I say I that. So, um, but preferably mm-hmm. it would be somewhere between 30 and 45. Okay. So that works. So, like 50, about 15 so yeah. years. Whereas, 15 years, you know, 10 up front, <laughs> five right. in the back. Whereas I'm like 25 <laughs> years, like, which you're is just, you're just making all the options. And you know what? That may not be the case. That's now as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh, I can date older. And I'm like, ooh, these distinguished daddies are looking really good. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, well, how are you doing? But realistically, I am always a cougar in the majority of my relationships. Younger mm, guys, like, okay. pursue me aggressively to the point where it's like, I really can't say no because he's, like, cute and it's, like, giving, but it's not, but it, the mm. reality is that they're they have not been in a space where I needed them to be, or maybe I wasn't in that space why that energy was out there yeah. to attract all these younger guys. And now, now that I'm in a space where I'm just like, you know what, this is what I'm looking for. These, this is the guidelines, the dating guidelines that I'm setting for myself. And I'm also going to put it out there that, you know, my partner, my husband has to be within these guidelines. It's just, it's interesting. I'm like, these streets have changed. You know, these men that's like 25 be looking a good right. 30. And I get swindled, <laughs> you know? And it's it's what happens. You know, it's happened to the best of us. They come up to me thinking that I'm 20-something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm certainly not. Please get away from me. So, um, so yeah, it's just, I think it just depends on the maturity level right. of the person. Because there's people who are 30 who are not mm-hmm. ready to get married and there's people who are 35 that are not ready to get married um so Charlotte like you said there's people that's 50 right. and ready to get married so um it really just depends but I do love just a good good looking man mm. okay so so yeah um okay so we've talked about us we've talked about like a little bit of intro into the podcast and just to close this out Mercedes what are you hoping people get out of this podcast um I definitely hope that it's a different type of conversation specifically about around black women and dating and you know just Mm -hmm. to provide various types of experiences share various types of experiences that's both common and uncommon um and that we can just keep the narrative going forward. I've always told you that I feel like our dating conversations are kitchen table type of discussions. Mm-hmm. I do feel like as a collective, there's a lot of women having these conversations. So like we can learn together, we can grow together, we can feel uncomfortable and awkward together, and possibly we can maybe talk to our crushes. Okay. we. I definitely would love to empower women to talk to their crushes. I will still not be doing that. But um, I pray that you guys do um, talk to your crushes and I can live vicariously through you guys. Um, I definitely hope that people get a good laugh out of this, out of our dating stories, learn a little something from our dating stories. That's why we're sharing them so that you guys don't make the same mistakes or also just realize that you're not alone. If you did have some of these things happen to you as well. Um, I want you guys to learn something. We're definitely going to have gaps. We're definitely going to have guests on here um, that will speak to the different topics that we're going to be bringing every episode. So it's not just going to be us and our 
quirky and you know dr (laughs) bass over here with all of her facts and figures um but we really just want to bring a light side to dating with the facts as well so it'll be a nice good combination you'll laugh you may cry child it just let's hope i don't cry um but that's one thing about let's try let's just try let's just hope there's no episode where it's like (laughs) we're gonna gonna try to get through this first season with no tears okay we're gonna gonna take it episode by episode like we're taking this quarantine day by day that's what we're gonna do that is what we're gonna do so um yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed this first episode thank you so much for listening to our first episode of booed up still loading with raven and mercedes tune in for the next episode where we discuss and define (laughs) okay talking dating situationships and relationships until next time guys stay safe wash your hands repeatedly and stay in the house stay (laughs) your ass home